Hello and welcome to AFM Ready. I'm your host, Kelly Miller, Recruitment Coordinator for the School of Accounting and Finance at the University of Waterloo. And every week we like to focus on a new topic relating to the accounting and financial management program. Today, we'll spend the next 20 minutes talking about the AFM admission process and if COVID-19 is impacting application information. Today on AFM Ready, we have two very special guests from the Registrar's Office, Janet Rodriguez and Louise Berge. Thank you both for being here today. Janet, can you tell us about your role within the RO? Yep. So my name is Janet Rodriguez, and I'm an admissions officer for the Faculty of Arts, and I also take care of admissions for um, the Accounting and Financial Management Program for all of the uh, domestic and international students, so non-Ontario high school students. And Louise? Uh, my name is Louise Berge, and I'm an admissions coordinator, and I work mostly with Ontario high school students. So Louise, we'll start with you. What's the process of applying for students in Ontario? So all applications to the University of Waterloo are submitted through the Ontario University's Application Centre, or OUAC. Uh, Ontario high schools will also send grades to Ontario universities through the OUAC throughout the year. Um, Ontario high school students who are graduating this year will receive a PIN number either from their guidance counselor or directly from the OUAC. And you'll need this PIN to this PIN number to create your 101 application. After you submit your application to Waterloo through the OUAC, you'll receive an email from Waterloo with information about your next steps. This email includes your UWaterloo ID number and information about how to set up your Quest account. Once you set up your Quest account, you will be able to see the status of your application, view your marks we've received from the, from the OUAC, and complete your admission information form, or AIF. You'll also receive a separate email with instructions and the link to complete the AFM Admissions Assessment, or the AFMA. The deadline to apply to AFM on the OUAC is February 1st, 2021, and the deadline to complete your AIF and AFMA and submit any supporting documents, if applicable, is February 19th. Now, Janet, I imagine there's a different process for applying if you're a domestic or international student. So how does that work? Correct. So it's pretty much everything that Louise said, with the exception of applying um, using the 101 application and uh, PIN numbers. So that doesn't happen necessarily for students who are not currently in grade 12 in, a, in an Ontario high school. So applications um, are also submitted through the OUAC, um, the exception being that it's the 105 application form that students uh, complete. The same kind of idea, they'll also receive an acknowledgement email. It's sent to the email address that's used on the application. So we always uh, ask that students are careful and make sure that they are um, typing in the, the, the correct email address. Uh, the email that they'll receive from us will include next steps and how to set up an online account called Quest. For the non-Ontario high school students, this is an important step because that it's through that Quest account that students will be able to upload documents and grade information for the admissions committee to then review afterwards. Whereas Ontario high school students, everything's done kind of electronically um, and uh, automatically from the school to UAC and then from UAC to um, the universities in Ontario. So it's a slightly different process that way as well. And has certain admission requirements, such as completing the English language requirements like TOEFL or IELTS, been impacted by COVID-19 at all? So the English language requirement remains the same. Um, 
for any applicant having any sort of trouble booking a test at a testing center, we do recommend considering alternate options. So our website does have a full list of acceptable tests and minimum scores. Uh, that would be that would be our recommendation. But in terms of um, changes, no, we we still do require the English language uh, component to be completed uh, in time. And Louise, what about courses? Since some students are having to take courses online due to COVID-19, how will this impact their admission decision? So we are aware that many students are taking some or even all of their courses virtually because of COVID-19. Uh, so this year, no penalty will be applied to the application as a result of COVID. Um, in the course information section of the AIF, students will be asked if they are taking online courses. Um, we recommend that they still check this box if they're taking um, online courses sort of in any form. Um, and then if they'd like to provide details, there is an option to describe why they are taking online um, in the questions below. And what if a student isn't taking a required course until their fourth quadmester? Are they still eligible to apply to AFM? And are you looking at grade 11 marks at all when making an admission decision? So yes, they can still apply. Um, we can review an application without having all of their final marks as long as they're registered in the grade 12 courses required for AFM. Um, we will make offers of decision based on grade 11 marks in any grade 12 cl classes they've completed. Um, if we don't have a grade 12 mark yet for a course that's required for admission, then we'll consider the corresponding grade 11 course until we receive the grade 12 marks. So for example, if um, you're not taking calculus and vectors until your fourth term, we'll use your grade 11 math grade along with advanced functions to review your application. And Janet, how do repeated courses or courses taken outside of your regular day school impact your application? So it is highly recommended that the required courses, so the math courses and English for Ontario would be advanced functions, calculus and vectors and any grade 12 um, U English for um, programs for systems of study outside of Ontario, math equivalent math requirements are and English. So these required courses, we highly recommend that they are taken within the student's day school. However, if there is a need for a course to be taken outside of the day school, uh, such as the school doesn't offer the course, for example, uh, that sh information should be indicated in the AIF, which is a supplementary document that we're going to uh, talk more about um, today. Um, for repeated courses, if applicants are choosing to repeat one of the required math or English, it will impact their application as there is a repeat penalty for the AFM program and it may be applied. So what happens is the admissions committee will review the applicant's file and then based on the reasoning may or may not, um, that may or may not impact the application and a penalty may or may not be applied depending on what that reason may be. So we, so it is important as well to, to inform us or to let us know um, why, why a student would be repeating a course. So what kind of advice would you give to those students who are contemplating repeating a course or maybe perhaps are just considering taking a course outside of their regular day school? 
The AFM program is a very competitive program and therefore repeating courses or taking them outside of day school to get a higher mark can make their application less competitive compared to other applicants who are taking all of their required courses during day school and aren't repeating them as well. So it's it's not just about trying to get a higher mark, but it's also considering the pool of applicants and how strong the pool of applicants may be and what a competitive application will look like. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why it's not, we don't recommend doing that. Um, if, if their grades in the required courses are, do meet our requirements, then it, it is recommended that students stick to that. Um, the only exception would be obviously if students aren't meeting their the minimum grade in a required and really want to still consider the opportunity to be eligible for admission consideration for the AFM program. And that's where um, they could, you know, repeat the repeat the course, at which point a repeat penalty would be applied. But it still um, will is is worth their while in the sense that then they can be considered as opposed to not having that minimum grade at all. And then obviously we ask that that be explained. Sometimes there could be a uh, reason why, you know, why a grade wasn't obtained um, the first time around. So for the simple, and many times students, what I've seen is students do get good grades in their required courses, but they really want to make their application even more competitive. So they might think that it's not enough and want to repeat it to get an even higher grade when that really isn't isn't necessary um, and it won't really help um, their overall uh, competitiveness per se. Yeah, great advice, Janet. Um, what about exams? What if they're cancelled or postponed? How will this affect someone's application? So if, if there's school board or if the province or any other um, international systems cancel final exams, uh, or adjust their usual grading practices, will accept the results provided by the schools as their final grades or midterm grades, but wherever we are in the admission cycle. Uh, for exam-based systems of study, such as IB, where we are A-levels, for example, the, the British system, uh, where we take um, their final exam results as their final grade, um, if those are cancelled, then we'll just use the grades provided um, as their final grades. So whatever the school provides us or the exam boards provide us as a final grade, that's what we would take. And that's what happened this past cycle. So when COVID first um, hit in March and everything kind of just changed, um, there were a lot of exam boards that canceled in-person exams and then just decided to base their final grade on um, you know other other aspects and assignments and internal assessments and evaluations from the schools, uh, so so we would just we just took those grades as a grade, um, and that was that's really it. So we we have been monitoring and we do uh, monitor constantly what what is happening with um, the different provinces and within our own province, of course, uh, and internationally as well. And um, and again, we just we take take the grade that's provided based on whatever the adjustment has been made for those systems of study. Right. Now, Louise, you had mentioned earlier, and Janet mentioned this as well, something called the Emission Information Form, or the AFE. What exactly is this? So the Admissions Information Form, or AIF, uh, is Waterloo's supplementary application form. All applicants to Waterloo have access to the AIF through Quest. 
Um, it's an online form that consists of short answer questions and helps our admissions committee committees learn more about you. Um, you can talk about your interest in Waterloo, your interest in um, the programs you're applying to, your extracurricular activities or work experience, um, the courses you're taking, and there's a few other questions on there as well. Um, for AFM, it is strongly recommended that applicants complete the AIF. And Janet, what is the admission committee looking for when reviewing the AFE? And why should students, especially those applying to AFM, do the AFE when it's not required? So the AIF is an opportunity for students to let us get to know them better. For the AFM program specifically, it is recommended that the supplementary document is completed and submitted. Applicants will also be completing the AFMA interview and trade assessment. However, the AIF captures other information and can give us a snapshot of where the student is, specifically regarding courses that they've already taken or courses that are in progress, um, reasons for taking courses outside of day school, as we mentioned earlier, um, any extracurricular or volunteer activities, as well as why Waterloo or why the AFM program specifically. So it's just an opportunity to share more um, about about yourself right about the student and and for us to have a more um, informed uh, profile the AIF is also or can also be used to determine eligibility for specific scholarships that are offered by the faculty so not the automatic entrance scholarships but any faculty specific ones so um, the these committees will uh, look to the AIF uh, to help make that decision when granting these kind of scholarships. So it's always a good idea to, to complete it regardless of whether it's used for in the admission decision or not. Now, Louise, will a lack of extracurricular activities impact an admission decision? So we know that this year, um, many students may not have access to many extracurricular activities like they would have in previous years, um, especially due to the COVID precautions. Um, so this will be taken into account when reviewing the AIF. Um, the admissions committee is aware that it's a very different year this year for students. And just in case if someone is unaware, what are the admission requirements for AFM? So for Ontario high school students, um, we'll be looking at the average of your top six grade 12 for U or M courses, including the required courses. And this average should be in the mid 80s or higher. Uh, the required courses are any grade 12 English for you. So that could be ENG for you or EWC for you. Um, that will need to have a minimum grade of 75. And then we also need advanced functions for you, also with a minimum grade of 75. Calculus and vectors for you, again, also with a minimum grade of 75. And then three additional grade 12 for you or M courses. We'll look at your next three highest. Um, then there's also the AFM admissions assessment or AFMA that is required. The AIF, as we previously mentioned, is strongly recommended. And in some cases, some applicants may need to submit proof of their English language proficiency, for example, a passing IELTS or TOEFL test. Perfect. And last question, Janet, I'll let you answer this one. How different will the admission process be this year compared to other years? So the admission process shouldn't be any different this year than other years uh, with regards to the process itself. 
So the application process remains the same, how students apply, deadlines, all of that's all the same. Submission of documents and grades will be done the same as it has been in the past as well. Um, and as mentioned before, and admission requirements will also remain the same. So there was, you know, when this, when, when the pandemic first hit, uh, it was kind of like a bump in, every, in, in the whole admission process for us. It was um, for the schools, everybody had to adjust. Um, and so it was, a, it was a phase of adjusting and kind of dealing with everything um, just out of the blue with, with no, no preparation time. But now that schools and systems have all kind of adjusted uh, to, to this whole situation, we don't um, foresee any kind of changes to the process moving forward because um, we will be able to get grades in on time and so we'll be able to continue with the regular admission process and in terms of adjusting um, with course content and the way it's delivered in schools, it also allows us to be able to um, stick to what we have been doing in terms of uh, admission requirements and uh, deadline for, uh, the, for the application for submission of documents as well as for decisions. So we're, we're planning on kind of sticking to what we have in previous years and don't really um, anticipate any kind of uh, change that way. Thanks for listening to our AFM Ready podcast. For more information about the AFM program, you can go to our website at uwaterloo.ca slash SAF, or you can always check out our AFM Ready website, where you can chat with current students, read student experience blogs, watch tons of videos, plus so much more. All you need to do is click the link in the description box. Until next time.